0: Hello, it's good to be here. Um, this, I came here on Sunday, um, and I've been here a long time ago when I was younger with my parents, but I didn't really remember anything. So it's good to be here in the Maritimes, um, just e- exploring, getting to know this area. I uh, managed to go to the Grand Pré and go to Just Coffee Museum. <laughs> and then I was also able to go to Tangled Garden, which is a pretty neat garden. And then uh went to the, uh, the, the Historic Museum as well. I think wasn't able to see much because it was near closing time, but po- next time I'm back, I hope to visit there again. And um, I also was able to go through a corn maze on Monday. So that wasn't that was in the Grand Prix, but yeah. yeah so I really have uh, enjoyed my time here so far. And uh, I'm just glad to be here, and uh, I, I consider it an honor and privilege to be here at Acadia Divinity College, uh, since Acadia is known for to be a very uh, respected and well-known college in Canada. Um, so today, I would like to share what God has been doing in my life, and I have some pictures that I would like to share and um, explain. So, um, first of all, this is my, my family. Uh, my parents are in the front there Um, and uh, my parents adopted four kids I'm one of four kids and um, I'm the one on the left uh, the second from the left and uh, my older sister is in the blonde her name is Bethany and then my older brother Micah me and then my younger sister Naomi and the man on the very right is uh, uh, my brother-in-law who's married to my sister he's Chinese Australian so when he speaks English. He speaks with a Australian accent, so it's very, very strange. A Chinese man speaking the Chinese accent, but he's a great guy, and I and I love him very much. <coughs> My parents are church planting missionaries in Japan. They uh, met in Bible school in New Brunswick, New Brunswick Bible Institute, and they sensed God's call to be a missionary in Japan, and they've been there for 28 years now. And because of that, I grew up in Japan. And instead of going to a boarding school, my parents sent me to the local Japanese school. And so this picture is is of my fourth grade class. Um, And I wonder if you'll be able to spot me in this world. I'm the the only blonde boy in this world. I'm on the very right. um, And uh, on the very left is my homeroom teacher, and on the very right is the school principal. And uh, we're just holding up things that we made in our arts and classes Craft class, and uh, as you can see, I was immersed into the Japanese culture. So um, I learned Japanese and Japanese culture, and made lots of Japanese friends. And I didn't really think much of it because that's all I knew. I never knew, I never, I've never been to a Canadian school, so I didn't know how like my life was really different. And and I enjoyed it. I was made fun of maybe twice out of my nine years in being in Japanese school. Once for being, having blonde hair and once for having a foreign name. Um, but overall it, um, it was a good experience and I'm glad my parents made that choice to send me to the local Japanese school. Now this is a photo of uh, me and my friends um, at our coming of age ceremony. This is um, a ceremony in Japan where people become adults. You're considered adult when you're 20 years old. And uh, these are my friends that I grew up with. We are all the same age. We were born in the same year. And we get together at the city hall, um, and the the uh, mayor gives a speech. And it's kind of like a reunion. And, um, yeah, so these are my friends, and I still keep in touch with them. Now, this is going back a couple years to when I was in high school. But this is when God started to really work in my life and really... Um, draw me closer to Him, and um, I got involved with an organization called High B A. High School Born Againers. Um, it's an organization that's based in Tokyo and Osaka of Japan, the two biggest cities of Japan. But uh, they, it's an organization where they Japanese High B A staff have rallies. They call them rallies or um, gatherings where high school students could come and just sing worship songs together, study the Bible together, and learn about God together. And the key, the goal of this organization is high school students reaching out to high school students. And at this, uh, at High BA, they also, every June they also have a two week mission trip where bilingual, like MKs like me, can can come and put on a special outreach event to the already existing these Japanese High BA groups. And so what we do is that we wake up early in the morning, go to the high school, in front of the high schools and in front of train stations and hand out flyers to high school students walking by that have information about the rally in the evening. And once the evening comes, um, we welcome the high school students that come. And we start off with playing icebreaker games. We sing some worship songs. We do a skit with a biblical message in it. Then we also... um, someone shares a testimony, their salvation testimony, and a Japanese high-based staff will present a message where the gospel is very clear. And at the very end of it, we'll break up into small groups and we'll talk with the high school students that came of what they thought about the the evening, what they thought about the message, what they thought about the the skit and things like that. And we try to find out where they are um, in their relationship with Christ. And a lot of them don't know a lot about Christ. A lot of them is just a historical figure that they learned in their history class. And so it was during this time, um, this is a picture of one of the small groups that I was in. But it was during this time that God really challenged me to share my faith. Up until that point, um, I I knew I had salvation and I was going to heaven. But I never really shared my faith with anyone. I was afraid to. But God spoke to me um, in one verse, which is Mark 8, 38 which says open it. if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his father's glory with the holy angels I was, ash- I was in a sense ashamed to share about Jesus I didn't want people to know that I was a Christian but God really spoke to me and said from this verse because it says if you're ashamed of me and my words oh the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his father's glory so Jesus is saying that he'll be ashamed of me when he comes back and I didn't I didn't want Jesus to be ashamed of me he gave his, his all for me he died on the cross for me and so sin, since that point on little by little I've been able to share my faith with people and, and um, engage with with people so that was uh, one turning point in my life, and these are just some pictures of uh, what we do in high B.A. Um, this is uh, at another rally uh, outreach event that we had, and uh, this is at the small group we um, we talked about the event. There I am. And this is uh, also a picture of uh, yeah one of the, the rallies, and. St- since Garvey changed me through High BA this organization and not only did uh, this um, two-week mission trip but also got involved with their camps um, which meet just outside of Tokyo and this is at one of the camps and I served as a counselor and so I engaged one-on-one with high school students talked to them and I also um, started leading the youth group of the church that my parents planted um, this is a photo from, from that youth group that's that is Inside the church that uh, my my father started, and now um, after I graduated from high school, I went to um, I attended Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, and during that time, um, it was um, I was part of a student outreach ministry, and what we do is we would go to the streets of Chicago, and in the winter we'd go to the train station platforms. And we share the gospel with people. We take some gospel tracks. We start conversations. We'll share the gospel with people, and it's pretty challenging sharing the gospel on the spot with people that you don't know. But I did it in order for me to know how to share the gospel to people and be comfortable with it. And it was during that time that I met a Japanese student on the platform, and I was uh, surprised that I met a Japanese student, and he was surprised that I spoke Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so we became friends right right away and uh, we, we exchanged names and became friends on Facebook and uh, he was lonely because he didn't have any Japanese friends around him so I invited him to come to my college campus to meet my Japanese friends um, so me, him and two other Japanese friends of mine, we got together and just hung out in the lounge area and just uh, just talked with each other and he asked various questions, he asked questions like, so what do you study here? And so we told him we studied, God, we studied the Bible, we studied about, um, about God and then he said, "Well, what kind of jobs do you get once you graduate from here?" <laughs> I, I said, "Well, some people become pastors, some people become missionaries, some people have have regular jobs." And uh, yeah, he just asked various questions. He was very curious, and uh, we eventually shared the gospel with him that night. And uh, he went home, and me and my two friends we talked. My Japanese friends we we talked, and we decided we should start a Month, once a month outreach event reaching out to Japanese high school students living in Chicago who come on student visas. And so we started uh, planning up that and uh, I lived in the dorms for f- the first two years but then the second two years I lived in an apartment. So this photo is uh, in my apartment. We had a big living room. I split the rent with five people. And uh, we had a big living room so we were able to have lots of people over so we'd make a japanese meal in the kitchen then uh, we just have a time of fellowship talking and then we'd sing a few worship songs and then we have a bible message slash discussion and just see what they what they think about uh, the topic we decided to talk about that day and uh this was another turning point in my life at this point i was in my third year in bible school and i was praying to god what would you like me to do um after I graduate, I was open to doing whatever God wanted me to do. And I was really praying, like, God, what, what do you want me to do? And it was during that time um, that this, I started gathering um, with the Japanese students. And I really found joy in just talking to Japanese people, just talking about life, talking about God. And I sensed maybe God's calling me back to Japan. This is something I enjoy. Maybe, maybe this is what God wants me to do. And, but I, I didn't just stick with that. I also I kept praying. And uh, at one missions conference at Moody Bible Institute, every October, we have a missions conference where we don't have a class for a whole week and lots of different mission, mission agencies come and represent themselves. And I, I forget which mission agency I was, but I just went up to one mission agency and talked to him, And, and I said, I'm trying to figure out what to do after I graduate. And uh, could you like, give me some advice? And so he said, well, what's your background? And I said, well, I grew up in Japan. My parents are missionaries. And um, I know the Japanese language. I know the culture. And he said, you should go back to Japan. Japan is a very needy people. And if you have the language, God can use you there. And although it may s- seem simple, I really sensed that was God's calling in my life. I was really praying and God spoke to me at the right time. And so from that, from that point on, I started making plans to go back to Japan as a missionary. And that's basically how my, my calling process uh, moved from step to step. And this is just a, uh, a group photo of the Japanese outreach that we did once a month. Now, um, I am, uh, this is a picture of, of uh, the Japanese church I'm, in. I'm attending now in Toronto. Um, after graduating from Moody, I went back to Japan for one year to help all my parents' ministry, to Okay, which mission agency to join? And during that time, I sensed I should join OMF, Overseas Missionary Fellowship. And in order to become a missionary in Japan with OMF, I would have to come back to Canada and be sent to Japan as a missionary. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but but I really sensed the importance of having a prayers of like people praying for me, having a prayer support group. So that's why I came back to 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 Toronto, and even though it seemed kind of weird that I have to come back, I really sensed I needed a group of people praying for me because I really need that in Japan. And I really sensed that when I was in Japan for one year after I graduated. So um, while I'm in Japan, I mean, while I'm in Toronto, I'm trying to find opportunities to share uh, with people about my vision for Japan and to share about the needs there. But I'm also involved with my Japanese church there. And this is um, several Japanese students... That uh, um, we actually get together with every every Sunday after the worship service, we get around a round table and we have a Bible introductory class. We call it Seed, and uh, a lot of uh, Japanese students that are come on working holiday visas or student visas stop in and stop in the church. So we try to. Uh, try to engage with them and talk with them and teach them the Bible as much as we can. We usually go out and eat a meal together as well. So I've had opportunity to reach out to, Jap- reach out to Japanese people here in Toronto as well. And uh, this is a picture of um, at a World Cup viewing event. This Earlier this year there was the World Cup and uh, Japan and Greece were playing so I decided to, to go to a viewing event and uh, um, I was able to meet these people. I wanted to meet um, more Japanese people so I was able to meet them and I became friends with them and uh, I've been able to keep in contact with them and a lot of them will return to Japan soon but I hope to um, get together with them and share the gospel with them as well before they head back to Japan where there will be less chance for them to hear the gospel so this is um, basically how God has been working in my life and why I'm here now I'm currently um, in the Maritimes for three weeks um, visiting a few churches, um, going to a few schools, and visiting OMF prayer groups to just share my vision and share what God has laid on my heart to do. And um, yeah, this is my my what God has been doing in my life. And hope that um, you're encouraged by it, and that you'll be able to know what God's will for your life is as well. Um, today's uh, scripture passage was Romans twelve two to um, one to two. So I'd like to share from that as well. So the passage here is Romans chapter 12. And if you look at the context, Paul is explaining the gospel in Romans chapter 1 to 11. Just going from the basics, just explaining the gospel, laying it out. And in chapter 12, he says what we should do in light of the gospel. And he says we should um, we should offer our bodies as a living sacrifice because God has showed his mercy on us. He showed his mercy on us and saved us when we were all um, destined to go to hell. But he saved us. He showed his mercy to us. And so because of that, we must offer our bodies to God as a living sacrifice. And this is our true and proper worship. In verse 2 it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what we can see from this is that one must refuse to live according to the pattern of this world, but instead strive to be slowly transformed into the image of Christ. This transformation is done through the work of the Holy Spirit, renewing one's mind from within. Conform means to be squeezed into the world, into the mold, squeezed into the mold of this world. This would mean to give up the pattern. This would mean to give into the pattern, the culture, form, characteristics of this age, which is dominated and saturated in sin. But to be transformed means to flee and refuse to give into things of this world and to instead be completely changed into doing the things that, that are God's will. Since all humans' minds are fallen and corrupted by sin, they must be changed to the renewal of the mind. The renewal of the mind means to renew one's way of thinking. It's the process of sanctification. It's the significant change of a person becoming a new creation, a new, a new creature. It's a change that happens over time, and this this change is uh, when we read the, when we first read this passage, we think, "But be transformed by the renewing of your mind." So you might think, "Oh, this is a this is a the transformation that happens in a second. but in reality, it's it's not. It's a process. It's through the Holy Spirit. It's through reading God's word and be slowly changing into the person God wants us to be. And uh, I've been um, challenged by this verse and. Even though I grew up in a Christian home and um, have a lot of uh, Christian influence in my life, I sense that daily I need to stay in God's Word in order to not drift from my faith, in order for me to think about the right things. And once we do that, we are able to know what God has planned for us, what His will for us is. So I pray that uh, everyone here, if you're in your steps of trying to discern what God's will for your life is, I pray that you'll be able to Know what that is as you spend time in His Word and um, pray and be renewed by the Holy Spirit. So thank you so much for um, allowing me to come and pray today, come and speak today. I would like to um, just end in uh, in prayer. Father God, thank you for how you've been working in our lives, and thank you that. You are a God that that is there and that um, is powerful, Lord. I just pray that each one of us here will be able to spend time with you daily and be able to be transformed, Lord, so that we will know what your will is and to please you. In Jesus' name, amen.